You're listening to PlayStation Unchained. Hello and welcome to PlayStation Unchained, episode 117. Yes, we're still chugging along quite nicely. I am your host, Neil Bolt, here once again in the hosty chair, which is a very creaky hosty chair this week, as you can probably hear right now. Very creaky. And it's, but comfortable at least. Um, with me this week, I have, of course, the pillar himself of the community. This is not to say his physique is that of a pillar, more than he is always around and makes the podcast tick. It is Ben Shinnabur Hall. How are you doing, Ben? I'm pretty close to a pillar, so, you know. <laughs> <laughs> a marble deity. <laughs> I'm not too bad, thank you. And you? Yeah, not too bad. We are just uh, discussing before the podcast just about watching certain things like uh, Z Nation on Netflix and how ridiculous it is, but good at the same time and also i've been too busy watching one of my old favorite sitcoms that's now on netflix oh what's that absolutely fabulous yeah i saw that go up this week as well i was like, I was like oh. yes i've run out of doctor who episodes guess guess I'll Fair enough. i also started watching the season two of uh, unbreakable kimmy schmidt which is just excellent the comment in that was very much describes much of the nonsense we get in the internet comments, which is uh, the internet is just a bunch of Chandlers, as in Chandlers from Friends. <laughs> so you can never tell if they're being sarcastic or not. It's, uh, <laughs> Could this post be any more troll? Yeah, that's literally how the line goes in it. It's like she reads it one way and then they say, no, read it back like you're a Chandler. <laughs> She's like, oh my God, they're being sarcastic. You can't read sarcasm on the internet. <laughs> but yes, it's yeah, great series, which is always wonderful to see. And also with us today is the, oh, what did I call you last week? The gargantuan gagaloosh. It's uh, Gary Bagdasaro. How are you doing, Gary? Hey, how's it going, man? <laughs> too. I really like this gargantuan thing. It's nice. Yeah, it gives you a rep. You know, make you sound like the badass. That's the way we want it to be. Yeah, that is how I want it to be, yes. <laughs> So, you know, we're here for the usual reason, which is not to talk about what we watched on Netflix this week. But that is also entertaining because, you know, we could go on for hours about you know, killer zombie babies that run at the speed of light and zombie tornadoes. But it's just, yeah, that would be a whole different podcast. So we'll talk about games we played. So, Gary, as your time may be short with us this week, not because you're dying for once but because you've got to go we're going to work after this um why don't you start what have you been playing this week uh this week i've been playing the division with the new update that came out the free update uh been having a lot of fun with that um they made it a lot easier to get phoenix credits which is like the to buy the high-end gear um so I, my character is now fully high-end gear i guess i could say yeah um, so I've been having fun with that. Um, I've also been playing Ratchet and Clank, the new one that came out. Absolutely oh, yes. loving it. It's you and Ben, most... haven't you? Like ben has as well. Yeah, it's one of the most beautiful games I've seen in a very long time. Not like high-end quality, like you would say for like The Witcher 3 or something like that, but like it's 
perfectly designed for its art style. And it literally just looks like I'm playing through a Pixar cartoon, and it looks um, good. Good, good job by Insomniac there. Um, yeah. I do kind of miss Doctor Nefarious. I know it's a remake of the first game, and Doctor Nefarious appeared in the second one, but I just miss that character. I just think he was fantastic. Um, yeah, more so because then he would have been in the film too, and that would have been an interesting sort of villain to have. Yeah, well, he, he they kind of have him in the opening scene in the opening uh, cinematic, but he he he's organic now. He's not a robot, which kind of makes me sad because huh. I thought his robotic look was fantastic. Um, I don't know. It's that it's a little weird to me. Maybe they'll change it. I don't know. Um, but ha- having a lot of fun with that game. Um, let's see what else have I been playing. Actually, those, I think those are the only two games I've been playing. Well, that, I that would the Doom, the Doom beta, but I haven't played it yet. Yeah, I played like two games so far. But it's it's, it's good. It's all right. It's what I expect. It's no Bullet Storm though. So. No Bullet Storm. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing is Bullet Nothing Storm. Nothing is ever going to be Bullet Storm, is it? No, that's it. That that is the zenith now for old school stupid shooters. That that's that's what I want. And it's not Bullet Storm too. It's just not worth it. Well, unless it's time splits four, but again, not going to happen. Not like, not like it should. I, anyway, I, I don't trust in time splitters anymore simply because Crytek owns it. So, no thanks. No, as I said before on this show, it's uh, uh, they own it, but they have sort of leased it out to independents to go make their own version of the original. So, well, that's supposed to go. It's been a long time since they've done that, so I'm still waiting. Yeah, well, like it, as it, it, <laughs> yeah, well, it wasn't a proper studio, so it's a, more like a fan project. So yeah, it probably will take years. But this is one that shouldn't just get nixed the second it's halfway being made. It should be quite nice. <laughs> Who knows? But still, Bulletstorm 2 would have been nicer, but I think people can fly have been broken up into different places as well. So that's just unfortunate. Brilliant. Most of them ended up working on... Um, Gears Judgment, I think, didn't they? Which is unfortunate for them. So, yeah, as we were talking about Ratchet and Clank, uh, probably going to a Ben's really, because Ben, you've been playing Ratchet and Clank as well. Yeah, I've been playing Ratchet and Clank. I'm on my second playthrough. Wow. Enjoying it then? Yeah, it's an amazing game. Yeah, I mean, I, I say enjoying it, but you do tend to go through games quite quickly once you're in the zone. So yeah, apart from it, Final I Fantasy, it on, on hard mode as well. It, it's not bad. It's about that's about eleven hours. That's pretty reasonable for a platform shooter sort of game. It's not a huge game, but it's good enough that you kind of okay playing it again. Yeah. Yeah, I mean the price is quite reasonable as well because it's what thirty quid over here, yeah, yeah. and that's just on the store. I mean, obviously physically it'll be cheaper when it comes to here, but. Uh, yeah, it's doing all right. It's up there. It's, I think it's a. I say, oh, don't. I'm not gonna say open Metacritic, but Open Critic is a. I think one point behind Dark Souls Three at the minute, which is. I thought it was also catching up with Amazon sales of Dark Souls Three as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's doing well. the low price point, the film coming out, and everything else. It could do quite well. I think it's pretty wise now that uncharted was moved in a way because now it's given re- room for ratchet and client to breathe because otherwise it would have had uncharted breathing down its neck the week after originally i think so, it would have lost a lot of sales because of uncharted yeah because people would have saved their money and go well oh, i've got to buy uncharted next week it's like 
it, it, that goes into a new payday almost now for most people who want it. But yeah, so. I beat the game first time with all the pretty much all the bolts found throughout an issue and the Rhino pretty much found throughout an issue. It's very easy to find everything, unlike the previous games. And then once you beat challenge mode, you unlock all the Omega weapons. Once you've got all the cards, enemies drop cards. Uh, you can have it takes three different cards to unlock the bonus. It could be anything from bonus bolts per kill to the mega weapons or bonus raritanium uh, and stuff. Splendid. So sounds like it's a bit of a blend with obviously the old school games themselves, but more the modern stuff where they made it a bit more accessible. Yeah, which is quite nice. It's it's great to see back in form though. Like after a crack in time, the the franchise kind of went downhill in my opinion. Um, with the the tower defense game, and I think there's two other ones they released after that. Yeah, it was a uh, all for one and Nexus were the other two, weren't they? Yeah, Nexus kind of brought it back. It was a downloadable only game, but it's great to see Insomniac actually care about the franchise again because it felt like they kind of they wanted to move on from it, and Sony was like, more Rasher and Clank. And <laughs> Give us and more. And Sonya was like, no, we don't want to do any more Ratchet and They're Clank. like, can we, can we make Resistance 4? What, are you kidding us? <laughs> Get back out there and make more Lumbax. Yeah, so, so it's great to see they came back and actually cared about making this uh, a high-quality product. Yeah, maybe that's what they needed, was just at the break of a couple of games out from it. And... Are you, either you guys going to play it or... Well, have you beaten it yet, Gary? No, I haven't beaten it yet. Okay. Yeah. I, I will be. Yeah, I will be getting it at some point. So, I plan to see the movie as well with my son. So, yeah, it'll be good fun. That's it. But I, I don't. A lot of people gave the clank sections a bit of a bad score, but I kind of like them. It's nice breaking the platforming over, doing a bit of you know shooting. Ratchet's always pretty much shooting with a tiny bit of platforming. Well, Clank is the complete opposite with a pl- load of platforming with less less violence. Yeah, I think it's nice to have a bit of variety. I think I know people have complained about that, that, but it's obviously not that much of a problem given the scores generally. Yeah, it just feels it feels nice to me. It gives you a bit of a breather. Yeah, yeah that's totally agreeable on that one. I think it's I'm pleased it's doing well. It's like who would have thought it? You know, it's like last year. You know. Sony's big hopes, you know, you had Bloodborne and uh, The Order being the, you know, big swaggering franchises, and one of them didn't deliver, and then it turned out Until Dawn was one of the big ones, a surprise one that no one really pushed. And here we have Ratchet and Clanky, then the year after, pretty much doing the same job, so quite nice to see. Um, anything else, Ben, you played this week? Um, Fantasy 14, as usual. I was going to say, that it would be shocking 10. if you didn't at this point. <laughs> I got my 210 relic weapon and I'm 4 out of 5 on my 230 relic weapon. Uh, I've also been playing Warframe because uh, there's an event going on at Warframe for till the 22nd, I think it is, where if you do certain things, when it ends, you'll get a special weapon. Hmm. That's not bad. So that, that was a, that's pretty good for you. Normally it's a one or two games in a week. You've, you've got it to three this week. Yeah, so normally just one. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, Final Fantasy XIV. <laughs> There's other games? <laughs> There's other games. I'll beat every other game in minutes, but this one, this one's a keeper. <laughs> so. 
Yeah, but I think 165 play, play, yeah, actual days playtime. Blimey, that is terrible. <laughs> I say terrible. It's it's impressive. It's to say yeah. the least. That's in three uh, years. Three and a half yeah. years. Wow. Um, I've played completely different games, I suppose, than to you guys. Really, um, I'm playing a game called Koi for review, which is yeah, like Koi fish Koi, which is the first Chinese produced game to come to PS4. Which is uh, the review will be up this week coming out, but uh, by the time this is out, it'll be out because I think it's deadlines tomorrow. Um, yeah, it's very simple. It's like a top-down thing where you just controlling a little koi fish who's saving other little koi fish from the pollution in the rivers and there's this big horrible black fish that you have to get out of the way and purify at the end of each stage it's it's bog standard simple stuff and it, but it's really nicely done the music's lovely as well i think they've even got a, a chinese music musician in to do it as well it all ties together very nicely but the thing I found lacking with it really was that its central theme of you know the environment and pollution and stuff was just a bit weakly handled. It's like could have done it with a bit more punch, but it's just a bit. It makes it a bit twee and a bit. Eh, it's all right. It's, it's yeah, pollution is bad, but we don't know what else to say about that. And so yeah, it's it's all right. It's I think I'll be giving it six point five out of ten. If it changes between now and then, then. Well, I just because I can change my mind when I want, but it's not. But uh, other than that, you know you're uh, a reviewer, you can change your mind. It must be completely as everyone else's minds. Yeah. Remember, we're live <laughs> minds. I say, well, I, I say, if you change I'll, your mind, you might screw up everyone's mind, and we'll have Doritos Gate all over again. <laughs> Doritos Gate, yeah, totally would. So, yeah, over a small game from China, yeah, that would be interesting. Yeah, it's, it's nice to sort of change pace a bit. It's like it's everything coming off Dark Souls really has just been a relief, you know. It's like because it's just it, I was saying to Gary just before we went on that it's hard to see people enjoying it as a game because I went into it with circumstances where I didn't really get to enjoy it in the same way. I just felt uh, get it over and done with, be done with. I just don't want to go back to it again. That, that's from someone who's played Dark Souls through two twice. And it's like, it's mad that the supposedly better one not really ticking my boxes. I don't know. I I think I'm kind of tired of the formula to be honest at this point. It's like because Bloodborne didn't really do it for me either. It's just it's mad. But yeah, nothing's really top Demon Souls for me. Out of that bunch. See the thing yeah. is that like, you have to rush. As I said to my mates online. Reviewers people give it worse scores than the players because the players can spend their time to enjoy the game. Mm, totally. It's a game that yeah, you don't just play for a few hours. Yeah, you get into the game. That few hours is probably you dying a few times. Well, I mean, the reviewers have to rush through it, and they won't get the same sort of enjoyment of taking their time and learning everything. Yeah. I mean, you've got to put that into the context yourself, though, once you reviewed it, think, well, though I've played it like this, you have to take into consideration that not, you know, everyone else is going to play it at a different pace. It's difficult, because obviously it's a game where you've got to be patient. If you get frustrated and start rushing at stuff, it's just 
well, I say it doesn't always work, but sometimes it does. Unfortunately, it does. So is it, you can just get frustrated with an area and go, you know what? I don't care. I'm going to just try and run through and not get hit by anything. And it works. And <laughs> then it just makes you think, how ridiculous is that, that you've repeated this segment several times over, you know, taking, what, 10, 15 minutes of time? And then you just get you just get fed up, run for it, don't get hurt, kill the thing at the end, and be happy. It's just it's a strange phenomenon in that one. It's it's a shame because it's just a really well done game, and I like a lot about it. But it's just, ah, I, I I liken it to Manhunt in the sense that it's one of those games that I want to play once, and I don't ever want to play again just because I th I think I've seen what it was trying to say and do. And, That'll do it. I think that probably would have even been the same if I'd just been playing it outside of review. I just think that, yeah, it, it did add a bit of frustration where it was unnecessary. So I'm not the greatest player in the world of games, but and it's doable. You know, Dark Souls 3, for me, I think it was more doable than Dark Souls 2, and that's saying something. It's, so it's, yeah, a strange one for me. I still think it's going to be one of the best games of the year but that would probably flavor it for me in the sense of yeah it's a good game but i didn't enjoy it as much as i probably should have um but weirdly going my last game i've played this week was a uh, bully because obviously it's on the store as a ps2 classic and we're saying uh in the week about san andreas uh playing that again it didn't really stand up because it was just so open and empty when you compare it to say well gta 5 or gta 4 and yeah it just didn't work quite the same and that's a shame for me because san andreas has always been one of my favorite games you know, i would always put it in the top five and i'd say this this is the first year i say no that's that's way way back at the back of the line at this point the bully is really good still really works and just i think it is because it's more self-contained and the world is smaller, and it's got its own little rules and you know, rhythms. You know, you have a bit of free roaming, but you have a very you know, serious set of objectives that you've kind of got to keep to if you want to get somewhere along the line in the game. So yeah, it's. I thought I was going to go into the same problem where I'd just be like, oh, I'll play five minutes here, I'll force myself to play it, and then you find yourself playing it for a couple of hours again, and it's it's. It's nice. It's made me reappreciate the game. It just shows that you know nostalgia can work both ways, which is nice to see. But I think that's it for me with games this week. I, as far as I know, half the usual. I think I played Minecraft. I played the Doom beta as well, as I said, and got a couple of games in. But yeah, not much to that. What I am looking forward to coming soon. It got a trailer this week, which was um, No Man's Sky, which actually addressed some of the things people have been asking. You know, like, what do you do? Even though, you know, we've had several, several interviews where they've pretty much explained what they're going to do in the game. Apparently seeing it is what but people want. Yeah, but what do you do? Now, I, people, it was funny, I still finally showed stuff that's been explained several times in writing. Obviously, the people that don't read articles just see the title and go, but what do you do? This was that uh, with a video now because there's still people going, yeah, but what do you do? So like, well, he's not going to sit there and play it for 50 hours in front of you and go, there you go, that's what you do. It's a, it's just, it, it's obviously hard to get a sort of grasp around, but seeing it now with all the extra stuff 
and actually seeing it and how it works, it's more intriguing to me now, I find. I think it's going to be something... I don't want to say it's going to be special, but I think it's going to be an experience. It's going to be something that's... Now, I mean, you've got your space varying games, but I don't know, this is more of a console-friendly one would be the best way of putting it, I suppose. You know, yes, you have stuff like Elite Dangerous and Star Citizen out there, but this is it feels more designed for a console and just yeah, I like it. There's a lot to like about it, and I want I desperately want to play it at this point. I don't know how you felt, Ben, on that one. I I pre-ordered the collector's edition as soon as I watched it. There you go. <laughs> So yeah, it's it's looking good, I have to say, isn't it? What about you, Gary? I actually haven't seen a new trailer. I didn't know there was a new trailer. Oh uh, yeah, well, IGN have got another uh, month for thirsts, which isn't the second time they've done that with No Man's Sky, which is interesting. It's either because there's nothing else they could get, or they just felt like it needed a second month. But yeah, welcome, because got to see a bit more. So yeah, I think that's unfortunately where you have to go to watch it, but... Yeah, it's basically they showed that there's... I think they put it on their YouTube as well. Yeah. But basically, Gary, what they did was showed there was um, showed some of the indoor sections, like in some of the buildings on the planets, which are from a lost race, and they showed how you interact with this alien race whose language you don't understand, but you pick up pieces of dialogue from different planets. and that, So you start to understand bit by bit what they're saying. So you Otherwise, you have to gamble in your conversations with them, whether you're offending them or not, or getting what you want out of it. And they showed a bit of the, the deconstruction stuff where you can just, you know, on a cold planet it was, wasn't it, Ben, where they just yeah, shot they a hole in the ground. Like, yeah, like shot a hole in the ground. Yeah, just made a cave system and went in there to hide from the, the uh, minus 163 degree temperatures. It was, yeah, it just explains the a lot more. Thing- I agree with someone on IGN. The only, uh, not IGN, Neogaf. The only thing that confused me about that was the fact that it's minus 160 or whatever it was, yet there's still pine cone trees there. Yeah, but then it's a different planet with different rules, I suppose. And so it, there's a few a things that were like... The trees look exactly... Um, it looked a bit, they looked a bit different, but they looked, you know, just, yeah. I think that's going to be a lot of it like that. that There is going to be stuff that's slightly different and then there are going to be places that are like crazy different. I think that's going to be the most interesting thing. It's just, it it, it just, you know, felt weird. Yeah, I agree. It's weird in that sense. There's a few things that are like a little, shall we say, inconsistent. Like, if you're the first person to go to these planets, why are there already traders going around in the skies around it? It's things like that that don't make sense i know obviously the buildings are there for a reason because they were put there beforehand and that's part of this mystery you're trying to solve but yeah it, i think it's gonna be a very interesting game to see out in the wild because i think there'll be very different opinions because people will just get to see very different things all i know yeah. is i'm gonna go around randomly naming animals after staff from psu yes <laughs> that'd be awesome <laughs> It's a local wild Gary. A cool animal, my name. The gargantuan gagaloo. So that's it. Is that... okay. Some sort of dinosaur. No, you got to make it something really tiny. Just so it's called the gargantuan <laughs> gagaloo. <A> fish. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's... sorry. So, uh, with my opinion on it. Um, yeah. 
I think it's, like you said, it's going to be very, um, I think reviews are actually going to be very mixed on the game, um, mm. simply because I think there's some people who are going to enjoy the exploration and you know solving the mysteries like you're talking about, about what happened to the civilization on this planet. And there's going to be other people who just want to shoot shit, and they're probably not going to be able to do it as much in this game. Um, there's a fair so, bit by the look of it, to be honest. I mean, they showed off, like, the uh, wanted system they had there, which starts from little you know, floaty droids to like dog-shaped droids to the big walker-type droids, and then in space the same thing where you try shooting out a freighter, their weaponry is far more powerful than yours, and they just start firing back with heavy weaponry. It's like so they also it, showed where you could hack into a base to try and get items, or or just shoot the door, the natives, or just blow the door up. But but the thing is, from what I've seen at least of the combat, it looks very simple. Um, and for the hardcore shooter fans, it's not really going to do much. But oh, again, no, the no, game is not true. made for those players. Yeah, no, it, if you wanted Doom, go by Doom. You're yeah, cool, and I yeah. Think yeah. Th- that's going to be what the problem is, because we live in this generation where we want everything quick, we want it fast, we want it right now. Um and this game seems like it's going to be more of a slow burner than anything else. I yeah. Think that's going to be like totally. for me personally, I'll feel like okay, that's cool. I I discovered a planet, and ninety nine percent of people will never visit this planet. So what is the point of me discovering it? You know, in my opinion, like I'm really looking forward to it, but I think they're gonna they're doing too much. Um. And I think the game is going to be a little too big for it to really have an impact on the player base. Well, I don't think it's meant to be a proper multiplayer. You know, it's you. Everyone exists within this universe in the same sense we all do. But it's that's just crazy. I kind I of take the opposite view. I think it's mind blowing that everyone could, you could have pretty much every person who owns a PS4 playing it, and you still you have a very very slim chance of meeting people. Just imagine yeah, how special it would be to meet or find something that someone else has discovered. But see, then then it gets to the issue like this game is probably going to be online required. You're going to have to have an internet connection the entire time, and I think people are going to get to the point where it's like, why do I need an internet connection if I'm never encountering other players? Hmm, something that's not really been seen yet about that. So I don't know. I mean, a lot of what they said is that it's. You know, the algorithms sort most of the things out themselves, and that the caveat to each world is that you, know, you can't, you won't really have changed it. So if someone comes into your world, they'll just get what they get from you. That's it. You know, that and that if you've you named back stuff. To your world, everything's reset. Yeah, that's it. Which I think is a necessary evil because otherwise you would start getting into very very complex things and problems would arise. But then that's fine. When you consider how what in the demo they showed this week was, they were on this small thing. They went around a good what a good ten minute walk around a planet, and then yeah. went up to space, looked for a window, and they, they said, "You see that dot where your target dot is? That's pretty much the space we were just in on that planet, like that in that walk." And it's just like that's crazy. It's just I don't know. It's mad still to me. All I know is if I find a nice planet, I'm just going to stay there. This is it. Hey, that's me. Snow is my thing, Ben. <laughs> I said nice planet. I'm looking for a nice, <laughs> nice. sunny. Oh, I thought you said ice planet. I was like, no, nice. Snow is my thing. 
they showed off an ice planet in this uh, IGN. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna have to check out these videos. Like, don't get me wrong, I'm personally looking forward to it. This is my type of game. I like the salt burners. I like to explore, check out the scenery. The small details are a huge thing for me. Um, but I think for the mass consumer, it's not really gonna click with them. Yeah, I agree. And in some ways, there will be that problem. Um, but just saying, I think it. The reason it reminds me of something like, say, Minecraft, in the sense that you get people just go, well, what do you do? What do you do? But if you actually play it, you find out what you can do. Yes, it isn't for everyone, but there is a depth to it that you can't really explain. And a lot of that is to do with how ambiguous they left, left things in the first place, because you start out the game and you don't know anything. And you sort of figure it out bit by bit, by bit, bit. And it's interesting like that. And then the game just evolves and grows from that and you can do different things as you go i'm kind of hoping that that happens with this and that they do get to add stuff to it and it isn't just left as is you know so it'd be it's gonna be an interesting one as a base game yeah it'll be fun uh, i 100 percent agree with it i think they need to add things to it. like release the game how you plan to release it you know like the way it is right now at least i'm assuming that's how you want to release it but down the road if you do plan to continue to support the game, release release things for other people to do, like release some sort of multiplayer like deathmatch or something on a planet. You know, have like four or five planets where people can just go and fight each other. Do like, just keep doing things to, to try to bring in as many people as you can who enjoy all the types of games, not just what you have in place already. Indeed, yeah. I mean, I think they have talked about the idea maybe down the line doing that. So that does sort of hint that they might add to it. I think it's going to depend on the success of the game in the first place. I think it will do well initially, at least. I think word of mouth will be the way that game sells after that, because it will just be like, oh, look what I found, look what I found. It's And then it's going to be different enough. And I think that's obviously many people's concern. Is it, Will it be different enough after 10 hours, 20 hours, 30 hours and onwards? It's, it's definitely probably the most innovative game out there in development right now. Yeah, for a 14-person 14 14 team to yeah, pull that this off. This game is going to prove whether something innovative and at least a new IP can still be successful in this day and age. And hopefully it will be. You know, Hopefully people won't you know yeah. with, the, with the sales, I guess. I don't know what I'm trying to say. The sales, I think it, it's good that you know sony has the base it does because if it's been uh, in the positions it was last time around then yeah this would have been very unfortunate for no man's sky because it would have been a poor seller without a doubt with the way the ps3 was so yeah, yeah I it's, de it's definitely a make it or game like if this game doesn't succeed then it, it's not just gonna probably kill the studio it's probably gonna kill a lot of people's hopes for future titles with innovative features like this game has or even innovation you know yeah i mean if this was a big studio making it and it was like hundreds of people working on it and it releases like uh, to under underwhelming reviews and such then you kind of understand it a little more because it's like well if, if big company have all these ambitions and they promise all these things they better do it with a team of 14, I think that's different, isn't it, now? They think, people more think, well, how could they achieve all this if it's just a team of 14? 
Even ben, though, again, it's definitely going to be a lot more forgiving for an indie studio with 14 people than if, say, an Ubisoft made this game. Yeah, yeah, exactly. People would just people will be bragging, will be talking crap on it right now. Ubisoft is making it; it's going to be a failure. It's it's not going to work. Internet servers are going to be down. But because it's an indie studio, I think they're more forgiving than if it's a AAA yeah. studio. I think as well that makes them sort of know that yes, they have ambition, but they have limitations, and they won't just push things for the sake of pushing it. I think Sony have understood that to a degree, and I think that's why they've tried to help keep it quite ambiguous about what you can and can't do early on, so that some of the mystery remains, and they don't go promising things that you know Hello Games can't do, which you know, does happen a lot in other companies. You know, so that would be the most impressive thing if it turns out to that you can Daisy. do more. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Daisy. Daisy. That Daisy that's never come out on PS4 despite being announced two years ago. It's, <laughs> it hasn't even come out on PC. It's still in beta. Is that it? It's, it's mad. Well, saying that needed H1Z1 because of course Sony sold off the company after that. So. Well, <laughs> we've got H1Z1 coming out this summer, haven't we? Yeah, like half of the game that's not actually the game, and then the rest it's, of it later. Yeah, it's the action half, the one that's like half <laughs> yeah. match and stuff, the one that nobody wanted. <laughs> yeah. It's still further along than Daisy. Yeah, this is it. It's mad, isn't it? Oh dear. Alright, let's talk about another uh, big potential game and something that could be around at this E I say this E three, given the company involved, they probably won't do E three. Um more Red Dead Redemption two leaks. I'm gonna say Red Dead Redemption two leaks because not Red Dead two, because it's technically Red Dead three, if you're gonna go that way. And yeah, so a map, of course, leaked this week and uh, basically added you know, what looks like the original map with new bits. Could be a prequel. There's areas of the game that also seem to be part of the setting for Mafia 3, which of course is also another 2K game or Take 2 game. So, so that could be interesting to see. Mafia and GTA, GTA Rockstars, <laughs> Red Dead tying in in that way. But uh, yeah, it's. I'd like to say it looks legit in some ways, but in others, eh, not so sure. I think something's coming from Rockstar soon, and it's more than likely that than anything else. Um, thoughts on this, guys? Uh, Gary? Um, it looks like a giant map of pure boredom to me. Um, Hard to say, though, isn't it? Don't get me wrong. I, I loved Red Dead Redemption, but its setting of the Old West, as much as I love games in the Old West, it's boring because it's bland. There's nothing there to do. Um, and the more you expand on a map of the Old West, the more boring it's going to look to me because, again, there isn't anything to do. It's just deserts, trees, and mountains and rocks. That's all it is. Um, and but like, now it's true HD. <laughs> exactly. Like, I, again, I loved Red Dead Redemption, but once I finished the story, I didn't want to do anything in it. Outside of playing with my friends in the multiplayer, which was quite fun, um, and the Undead Nightmare uh, DLC expansion was fantastic. But other than that, it was boring. Like There's literally nothing to ever do in the game, at least to me. I know people always find things to do in a GTA game, but you don't see people making videos of Red Dead Redemption to this day as they do with GTA 5. 
No, I say you're right about GTA the multiplayer. GTA 4, for example, I still see a lot of videos of GTA 4, but you don't yes. really see anything of Red Dead Redemption because there's nothing to do in it. Um, I think a lot of that does go back to the source of what it is, because as you said, it's the setting of the Old West isn't quite as appealing as I'm a criminal in the modern world and shooting people up. That's always going to appeal to you know, people who aren't old enough to play it most of the time. But uh, yeah, it, it has a, a finite appeal, the West. And I think obviously that might be different this time, though I think you'll get more of it. And obviously you were saying about the multiplayer, it was you know, probably one of the best multiplayer modes around of the last generation, I'd say. It's, it was just different. And Rockstar always do something different with the multiplayer, and I like that. And it was a really good version of that. Who knows what they'll do with it this time? If they'll implement something similar to you know, GTA Online, because so we we haven't seen them do anything since then, and it's it'd be intriguing to see what they do going forward with that. I mean, we said about you know how plain it could be and how empty it could feel, but with a bigger map, there's the possibility of more you know city areas. Even if it is a prequel, there's still a chance you can have cities. Well, the thing, there weren't really cities in the Old West. It was towns of, like, yeah, you know I mean. buildings, and that's it. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay, what passed for cities in the Old West? I'm just looking at the map now and seeing that there's... The one thing that makes me think it's legit Rockstar is that there's a section of the map that looks like a penis going into a hole. It's just, <laughs> it's just like... And it's not even subtle. It's like... There's like a weird curve on the mountain range, so it looks like the head of the penis as well. So I don't know if you guys have seen the mountain. In fact, yeah, and just below it, it looks like a testicle. It's, uh, yeah, that's intriguing. That it looks like me. a pig to me. If you look at the whole outline of the map, it looks like a pig. Yeah. But if you, um, Iranian dog, at least. If you look, yeah, it's the left-hand side and the big green patch. There's like a weird pointy out end. It's just... Yeah, disturbing. Pig DLC confirmed. <laughs> Pig penis DLC confirmed. Wow. <laughs> but yeah, it, it's still Rockstar, so it's definitely going to be a quality game. I'll probably pick it up when it comes out, but outside of playing its story mode, I don't really see what else I'll be doing in it. But then again, you know, I could obviously be wrong. We know nothing, even if this image is real or not. We know nothing, if even if the game is even in development or not. Yeah, which is one thing I really still love about Rockstar. They keep things so tightly. Even when rumors start up, everything else, they just keep their footage locked down. They keep the details locked down as much as they can. And it just reveal things in the old-fashioned way of just bit by bit, tiny bit. With so many games these days where you just get to see everything before you've played it because they just spam it on adverts and stuff. And it It's a noble thing, and that's I like that very much. My one concern going into this game is it's going to be the first Rockstar game in many a year that doesn't have Leslie Benzies involved in any way, shape or form. And given what's been said this week uh, about his involvement in Red Red Redemption, how he basically had to come in and save the game from the houses uh, who couldn't handle it. Um, yeah, it's it'll be interesting to see how much impact he had on these games because he does sound like he's Rockstar's not Miyamoto Iwata he, he sounds like yeah. Rockstar's Iwata if you will he just comes in and does bits of he's the more game minded whereas obviously the houses of it yeah, from the music business that's where they came into this from and they have a very different 
view on how to do stuff. But yeah, sorry, Gary. No, I was going to say the thing that would really um, impress me if they decided to do it and the thing that I think would help the game is if um, they did it so you play instead of a cowboy, you play as a Native American. And I think that would yeah. actually make me want to play the game a lot more because then they'll have to worry more about different types of shooting. Like instead of guns, like handguns, sure, Native Americans used rifles, but mostly it was bows and tomahawks. And I would really like to see how they would do like melee combat um, as opposed to just shooting things, which is obviously very easy for them to do at this point. They've been doing it for a very long time. But the melee stuff is something I would be very interested in. And I think it'll really give a good perspective of, you know, how they existed in this time period rather than what we already know with the Old West and how the cowboys live. Think we'll uh, get a female protagonist? No. No Pocahontas. I don't think we'll have a female (laughs) protagonist. I think the closest we'll get to a female protagonist, in my opinion, is in the next GTA if they do with the three main characters, one of them might be female. Um, but other than that, I don't see it happening. Unless they do, you know, a new Max Payne, but have a female lead instead of Max, but then that would just be stupid because Max Payne Max is... Max Cena Payne. Well, it's Mona Sachs. Ma- Max Payne is stupid. We could go back to Mona Sachs and her story before Max Payne 2, so... There is a possibility within that realm. Yeah, but, but Max Payne is such a classic character to me. I, I don't expect there to be Max Payne 4 anytime soon, if ever, but I would rather get a Max Payne game than any other game from Mother at this point. Yeah, fair enough. So, you were just saying about the uh, GTA having the character thing. Do you reckon they, they might implement the multiple character route here? Or they might evolve that somehow? Um, I can actually see them doing it. You know, you could do the cowboy and Native American teaming up, you know, kind of like the Lone Ranger, but better than that movie. Yeah. Um, I could see them doing something with, like, some overarching storyline of something happening where they have to team up. Maybe him, a Native American, and somebody from Mexico teaming up, three completely different characters. Yeah. Or a lawman yeah, that's at odds with the other two protagonists. Yeah. An interesting way of playing it if they could do something like that instead of having three people on the same page to a degree, having someone who well, is out to get who's just off the rails and got to solve a crime without following the law. Yeah, yeah, basically that. Yeah, someone's slightly off the. Law. <laughs> well, I don't know. You could then play the game in a very different way with one character than you do the others. It's just like you have your lawman who goes in doing lawful things. You could have the like you GTA Five had its Trevor. You could have the guy that's a complete anarchist and just is out being his a Billy the Kid type. Yeah, and the like lawman should be Max Payne's ancestor. Yeah, <laughs> just get Sam Lake in to do the voice. With bullet time and everything, with the same voice actor. <laughs> every time it does, every time you activate the bullet time, it just does it a pistol sound and a yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. I would totally go for that game. Number one uh, game of the year for me. Yeah, so it does the whistle from uh, Fistful of Dollars. Uh, uh, that might be taking it a bit far, but yeah. <laughs> be interesting. Well, because they've always said that all the GTA games and everything Rockstar has done, everything is connected in some way. So yeah. why not just connect it, you know? Go for it. 
I mean, going back to Bully, I wouldn't mind playing something similar. As there's a place called Coventry that's just beyond um, Bullworth in the game that suggests that they were had planned on something beyond that. Much like Castle City was mentioned in the old GTAs, and that turned out to be Manhunt. So it'd be cool. So that, in fact, Manhunt, that'd be interesting to see a new Manhunt in this day and age. God, could you imagine? Oh, that would be bad instantly. Which would be crazy. But if anyone was going to try, you know, that's that would just be like them to do it. Hey, if Mortal Kombat can get away with their violence nowadays, I'm exactly, and that. That is violence for the sake of violence as well. Which is, as I said, I always argued with Manhunt, it was violence because you had no other choice in that game. It's like, do this, that's your objective, is do this, or your family aren't going to make it, or and or you're going to die. That's it. Simple as that. It's like, you, you don't die, you get to save everything, but you know, if you don't fight back, you'll just get killed. End of story. End of story. Yeah, and if it's, it turns into like some weird torture porn, that's a different story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you're doing it for survival, hey, life is brutal. If people can't handle how real life works in that situation, it would be brutal. So deal with it. Cool. I think that brings us to the end of this slightly shorter podcast. That was a good little run well, I think we had today. Ask ben about his oh, go on. Sorry, Ben. Oh, right, about that. Um... I think they've pretty much said it as we were talking anyway, to be honest. Yeah, I know you're not as much of a fan of Rockstar I'm stuff. I'm not a big fan of Rockstar games, so... Yeah, see, I knew what I was doing, Gary, honest. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you did. Oh, yeah, yeah, this time, honest. <laughs> but yes, um, yeah, I think we're done for this week. It's a slightly shorter one, but we've talked some good things here. Not bad at all. Like, uh, anyone got any shout-outs this week? Gary? Gary's shout-out is that he is dead. Uh, ben? <laughs> I'd like to shout-out to Phoenix Down Radio. I was a guest on this week's episode. Yes, you were. Which was quite nice. Uh, they're about to reach 100 Twitter followers. They're at 99, so if we can get one more follower, they'll be doing a giveaway. So, go, go, go now. Go, go. Um... Apart from that, yeah, just everyone at Phoenix Down Radio, thanks for having me on the show. You're awesome people. And a shout-out to Evolved Mail. I haven't seen you stream Twitch for ages, but I'll give you a shout-out anyway. Splendid, splendid. I will, as ever, shout-out to the fans of the show, everyone listening. I hope it's wonderful to have you on board still. If you have any questions, do please, of course, email email me, I suppose, as I do the all 90 bits um, at neil.bolt at psu.com uh, if any questions you'd like answered on the show not a problem not guaranteeing they'll be answered unless they're you know lewd I don't mind lewd questions um, have we got Gary back <laughs> yeah I'm here hey he's not Welcome dead back from the dead <laughs> sorry have you... ready for work that's uh, right. any shout outs Gary uh, just to the listeners, uh, thanks for listening. Uh, send us feedback, please. Let us know what we can improve and what you don't like, so we don't do it anymore. And I'm sorry, but the option is not to have no Neil, I'm afraid. That's uh, off the table. That's a... And there's no option what? for having no Ben, because every what? time I that happens... I can't spam an O'Neill anymore with different accounts? No, I'm on to you, Gary, this time. 
Thanks for ruining my fun. Well, you know, you're not subtle enough. That's the problem. And every time there's no chili, the podcast just stops working. Exactly. This is true. It does stop working. <laughs> send you all donations. Like <laughs> yeah, send all donations too. And but yes, we'll be back next week anyway. I imagine Mike will be hosting for us next week. He was itching to get back in the chair again, so we good to have him getting it back in control of the show. Um, don't know what interesting is happening this week in the world of video games. I'm sure there'll be something. And there'll be stuff to talk about next week. If it's not comes out on the ps4 on there PS4. you go <laughs> that's it and <laughs> and invisible links you out have, this week. that's a great platform i'm sure it is i just i don't know what it is so <laughs> i'm gonna take your word for it on this one right so i will bid you adieu people and we will see you next week ben i will let you finish the show thank god for me.